and welcome to the inaugural Hot Dish Podcast, where we're discussing all things food and drink in Southwest Florida. My name is Justin Paprocki, and I am the Digital Media Manager here at Gulf Shore Life. I'm with our food and wine editor, Dorothea hunter Sone, and today we'll be touching on quite a few things, including some hot new restaurant openings. But first, Dorothea, you had a pretty big story in our October issue. Please explain what that's all about. Yes, I did, and it was a fun one to write. So, um... What it is, is it's basically iconic dishes from Southwest Florida, um, the dishes that we're famous for. And so the way it came about is that I was thinking about, you know, what what are we known for? What do people love eating here? And so I started to think of grouper. I started to think of um, crab and key lime pie. And then I thought, oh, wait a second there are some places that have a particular dish and it it sort of veered away from that like ultra Floridian angle and it became more of what dishes at at restaurants have almost taken on a life of their own that they're so famous so well known that you go there and you know 700 you see a sign that 700,000 people have eaten that particular dish yeah um and so i picked five of those um to feature a mix of both um, collier county and lee county restaurants and uh yeah i'm excited to see if if you guys if it resonates with you and if you haven't eaten these dishes i hope it'll encourage you to want to go try them yeah so i mean a lot of exciting things on there there's the butternut squash ravioli at angelina's Mm -hmm. ginger coke apricot or sorry ginger apricot shrimp at baba miso broiled sea bass at uss nemo porterhouse for two at andre's steakhouse Uh uh-huh and andre's is the one that has they had a sign about a year ago that I think it was like 750,000 dishes of porterhouse had been served something like that it was it was ridiculous yeah yeah and the final one that you were about to mention was the um key lime pie at key lime bistro on captiva yeah um that one the reason why that stuck out is because well First of all, if you're going to stake your reputation on key limes, you better have a good key lime uh, pie. Mm -hmm. And their key lime pie is amazing. It's basically like a double layer pie um, with, you know, the requisite graham cracker crust. Um, And so the top part, it's almost like a, um, it's a, it's a whipped topping. And then the bottom layer is your more traditional custard. Mm -hmm. Um, And then they put like a drizzle of three different sauces on it and serve it with whipped cream. It's, it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I know key lime pie around here is a lot of places have good ones, but to be the top of the the chart there is is very impressive. I would say. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I've had the. I was going through these. Don't tell anyone. Even okay. though we're on a podcast, I've never been to USS Nemo. What? So I need oh to go gosh. there and you get have the to. sea bass. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm shocked because the reason why I'm so shocked is because um, readers might recognize my, my love of USS Nemo. I, I have a deep-seated love of that place. Um, when I moved to this area eight years ago, it was one of the first restaurants I ate at. And I thought, oh my gosh, this place is like incredible. Like This is, this is Gulf Coast dining at its best. Um, I feel like anything you get on the menu there would be just like fireworks in your mouth would go yeah. off but um that dish in particular is so good like it has earned its reputation so yes you need to try it <laughs> and for those of you out there who might not be big sea bass fans they do the dish as well with salmon um so it, it's i think it's equally good i've had both 
Um, it's, you know, really it's about the sauces that they put on it and, um, you know, just how perfectly they cook the fish. Like that kitchen knows what they're doing when it comes to seafood. Mm. Yes. So. Yeah, I have had the ginger apricot shrimp at Baba, which is a favorite. Yeah. yeah and really anything there is, is great too. I so know. The, anything it, with the lamb. Exactly. Um, I mean, you can't go wrong at, at Baba. Absolutely. I, I 100% agree. And you know, it's funny, you mentioned lamb. Recently, I was there with a friend and speaking of like switching out proteins, um, my friend said to me, oh, you've got to get the spicy Kermani beef, but ask for it to be done with lamb. Mm-hmm. And it was like the best suggestion ever. Like from now on, whenever I go there, if I get spicy Karani beef, it's going to be spicy Karani lamb. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it really like they, their lamb is exceptional. And, um, you know, it's funny, the shrimp is what they're known. For, like the shrimp dish that I wrote about is what they had become famous for. It was like featured in gourmet magazine back in the day or no bon appetit. Sorry. Bon mm-hmm. appetit. Um, but, um, all of their dishes, as you say, are amazing, and um, their lamb is really, really good, no matter which lamb dish you get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when it comes to iconic dishes in Southwest Florida, you know, hard to narrow it down to five. I mean, how, how oh, what was that, what was that you know, challenge like, I guess, to really get that down? I feel like it's always a challenge for me getting my list down, no matter what piece I'm writing, <laughs> because we really, we do have a really great food scene here. And for this in particular, to just pick five dishes um, and not be able to feature a bunch of different restaurants, it was particularly hard. Um, I guess the thing that I that I was taking into consideration was, um, you know, if you go to a restaurant what's like the, if there was like a runaway hit that like when you go almost every waiter is going to tell you like that's the dish to get um so that was sort of how I narrowed it down and I still was um you know even in the final planning stages I was thinking you know should I switch this out for this or that out for that um one thing that I was having um I don't want to say trouble with but I I, I, I wanted to do some sort of steak or a beef dish and I, I was you know thinking you know do I do the porterhouse at Andre's or do I do something like um, one of the steaks like the Wagyu steaks from Jimmy P's Chard but you know even though Jimmy P's has been here forever Chard is relatively new so I was thinking um, you know to go with Andre's because it's a, a longer standing option um, and I was also debating, oh, do I do a burger or do I do steak? But I kind of wanted these to be like entrees, like plated entrees. And the thing with entrees, what was really nice is it's kind of like this unsung hero in the food scene. Like mm-hmm. it's it's not um, it's not glamorous. It's not new. It's not sexy. It's not fancy. Um, but the food is amazing. And it has an interesting backstory. Like basically the owner, Andre, he had been working at Peter Luger in New York City, and so he sort of brought that Peter Luger sensibility down here, <laughs> um, which is cool, and it's kind of off the radar. Not everybody, I mean, it is famous, but not everybody you talk to knows about it, especially new people of the area. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. So that one, I'm glad I went with Andre's for that, yeah. but that was a tough choice. <laughs> oh, cool. All right, good stuff. Yeah. yeah. So... Moving on, let's talk about new sort of restaurant openings. What are you, uh, things that have opened recently? What are you excited yeah. about? What's on the what's on the radar? Yeah, so we've got a lot to talk about with that. I feel like it, it's like a never-ending wheel, like a never-ending cycle. There's just so many places that are opening up on a constant basis that we've definitely got enough to talk about on that 
field. Um, one thing that uh, one place that's in its soft opening right now is Yana Eats, and it's a little it's different in that it's not your traditional restaurant experience per se it's more of a cafe and honestly what they're going for is they want to make a business of making pre-made excellent dishes that are there for people to run in and grab and you know either eat on their lunch hour like to have like a nutritious kind of home-cooked meal that they could quickly get for you know a break um from work Mm -hmm. or to come in um and you know get get a a couple dishes for dinner you know to have dinner uh, like a great fresh meal that all you have to do is just like pop it in the oven for a bit or microwave it and it's ready to go Mm -hmm. um and the place if you do go there to eat um they it was it's founded by the chef the pastry chef who had um started the bakery that opened last year to much acclaim la comar Mm -hmm. and so he's doing a lot of his signature baked goods too so if you pop in and you grab a you know a dish of um, sancocho like a dominican stew um you could also pick up like great for example turnovers or croissants or cookies and Mm. um it's very appealing for that and the atmosphere is very cute the way they decorated it there's a mural on the wall painted by a local artist and Mm. um like wooden tables that were created again by a different local artist so it's got a nice little homey um, vibe um so that's exciting in naples um and then uh, two other places in naples that are not necessarily new like they haven't they didn't open let's say like a couple weeks ago like yana but um, there are places that just when I'm around town and speaking with people that most people don't seem to know about, um, Fuse Barbecue and Kareem's Lebanese Kitchen. Mm-hmm. Both are so good. I encourage you all to rush there this weekend. <laughs> like, go have a meal yeah. at one of them. I my, my friends and I, we ordered basically the entire menu at Fuse Barbecue, and it was so mind-blowingly good. We were talking about it a week later. Like, that's yeah. how good it is. And um, it's just like a little hole in the wall kind of. It's it's right next door to um, Fuse Global Cuisine, owned mm-hmm. by the same chef. Um, and he's, you know, he's got a rep- great reputation, Greg Scarlatos. Um, he has this reputation for doing these really interesting and kind of innovative, um, more formal entrees at Fuse. And this place next door, he puts that same talent and that same, I guess, passion into just making like casual American barbecue fare. Um, and it's amazing. Like, it's so good. It's just this tiny little room with maybe like five tables, but you're not going to regret stopping by there if you're a fan of uh, Q. Hmm. Um, and Kareem's Lebanese Kitchen, that is on the East Trail. It's next door, 21 Spices. And it's what's interesting with Kareem's is that, again, it's a really, it's a talented chef who's putting um, a more modern spin and like fresh take on traditional Lebanese fare. Um, and his hummus is so good. I could eat it by the scoopful. I could eat it as if it were like a cup of ice cream, like just <laughs> digging in. Um, and he makes several different varieties and he makes them fresh in-house um, each day. And it shows. It's so delicious. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's what's going on in Naples. Mm-hmm. And then up in Fort Myers, uh, there are two places that recently opened just, I guess, in the past, like, two months. Um 
both sort of like earlier in the day places. Uh, one is called Skinny Dogs Brunchery. Mm. I love that name. First yeah. of all, I'm like, Brunchery? I'm like, you have me at Brunchery. <laughs> um, and that place, uh, it's by the same owners as um, the Sports Bistro. Um, mm. It's basically like a sports bar, but with it's kind of like a gastropub. It's mm. called Fat Cats. Um, Fat Cats, Skinny Dogs. So no. they opened oh, okay. up Skinny Dogs. Makes sense. Yeah. And... Uh, What's really cool, what they're doing up there is uh, they've, like, their Benedicts. Oh, my God, their Benedicts are so good. <laughs> so um, I would highly recommend getting one of those. They um, are making them with, like, freshly made biscuits that they're doing in-house. And so rather than, like, an English muffin, they've got, like, a fresh, hot biscuit as the base. Um, and then, you know, the eggs are, like, perfectly runny. And they have all different kinds of like funky toppings. Like I loved the one that I got. It kind of had this like Latin flair with um, with sweet plantains and a sofrito hollandaise, and mm. I think there was pork belly on it. Um, yeah, it was it was like to die for. And then the other place that opened recently in Fort Myers, um, and that's getting a lot of buzz. It's called I hope I'm pronouncing this right. Bullig Coffee. Um, it's a cute little coffee shop, but they also have um, fun, like, breakfasty and lunchy items, like a lot of um, waffles, actually. Hmm. Um, the owner, she's from Germany, and she had a background in catering, and so she does, like, really great, like, sweet and savory waffles. Hmm. Um, so I would highly recommend uh, checking that out. And wow. her coffee is really good. She's making a mean cup of joe. Really? Okay. Yeah. Wow. Like, you can go there to get, like, really neat specialty lattes with, like, honey or, um, you know, m- mocha or, um, you know, much more, like, a stronger espresso-based drink than you see um, in a lot of places around here. Yeah, yeah. Excellent. So, yeah. Good. Yeah, what are you looking forward to? What's what's coming up? So, yeah, we've got... Um, it's interesting. There are quite a few developments that are in the works right now like new developments and both uh, but i guess the news i guess what i'm trying to say is that it's in these like developments either for totally new newly constructed sites that will be opening or in the process of opening or ones that have been open and they're getting a refresh so for example in naples um we just i just reported last week that um kevin stoneburner the owner and developer of bayfront you know that's been here for for ages um and it's had some turnover in restaurants lately there are a lot of places that had left um and so Stoneburner, he's now actively developing restaurants on his own um so he just announced that he's going to be doing k rico mexican uh, grill mm-hmm. And he's also doing um, a yet unnamed uh, tapas restaurant. So like Mediterranean, like Spanish small plates and a wine bar with that. Um, And I didn't know this actually, but he had told me that he recently purchased St. Germain Steakhouse, which is in the same development, Bayfront. Hmm. Um, And for those of you who get Bayfront confused with all the other Bay named places, Mm -hmm. Bayfront's the one that's on um, Tamiami Trail and Goodlet Frank. Mm and right on the water too yes right on the water has great views and actually speaking of which one of the other things that he is working on is um the bar there right on the water it's shane's cabana bar it's one that he owns and i didn't know this until i interviewed him the other day but 
It's named for his son, Shane Stoneburner, who's uh-huh. now the manager of the bar. Okay. And they have plans now in May, so May 2019, to start work to completely augment and change and, um, you know, just make Shane's Cabana Bar all that much of like a bigger, better presence there. Um, they're going to do away with only four boat slips, but it will basically double the size of the bar and fully cover it so that you're enclosed um, and, you know, protected from the elements when you're there. Um, so that's a pretty exciting development um, to look forward to for the next year. Hmm. Um, and then speaking of other developments, um, so Daniel's Marketplace up in Lee County in Fort Myers, that is a completely um, new construction. And... Um, one of the tenants, um, there are quite a few food tenants going in there, and one of them is already open, Mellow Mushroom. It's a national pizza chain. They mm-hmm. have some pretty cool, like, and it, 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 the idea is like a kind of like a psychedelic, like funky sort of vibe, and they yeah. have very cool pies. Yeah, yeah. It's one of my favorite pizza places, by oh, the way. Good. Yeah, been oh. to several. Really good crust, too, I think. It's, oh, that's the important. The crust is very that's good. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, definitely put that on the on the radar. Cool. So, yeah, Mellow Mushroom just opened at Daniel's Marketplace. And um, Whole Foods, the first Lee County Whole Foods, is going to be going in there. And I heard from my source that it should be open in November. Excellent. Um, so, yeah, that's really exciting. Um, and then one other thing that I'm pretty excited about um Again, it's another one of the bay names, <laughs> bay, Bayshore. Um, so basically, Bayshore Drive, the street um, on which uh, you can find the Naples Botanical Garden mm-hmm. um, and the delightful 360 Market. Um, the owner of that market, um, Rebecca Maddox, she is in the process of erecting Celebration Park mm-hmm. on that street. And what that will be is it's basically like a permanent um, zone for food trucks. Mm -hmm. And so I think the plan is she's going to have eight spaces for food trucks to more or less like permanently park there or be able to move in and out. Um, And then there's going to be a covered pavilion so that you as the consumer, you go there, you buy your food truck food, you sit under the pavilion, you have some shade, you eat at a picnic table, and there's a stage too. So the idea is to have like bands there and to have like little like events and entertainment. Um, So that should be really cool because we've had like a real flourishing of food trucks in the past, I would say five years. Yeah, yeah, Um, it's really gotten kind of big. You see them at at, at, different events that some of the local breweries will have food truck days. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Justin, you had done a great piece on breweries and food trucks are like all the rage there. Like, you know. Yeah, they really go hand in hand too. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And speaking of which, I think at Celebration Park, they're putting in a bar. So, oh, <laughs> yes, perfect. everybody, yes. you can have some beer <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and probably wine while you're eating your food truck food. But also, speaking of um, beer, um, on Bayshore Drive, very close to Celebration Park and 360 Market in the Garden, um, the, a new brewery is under construction. Mm. And it's um, called Anchor Lab. Mm. And um, it looks, from the renderings that they've released, it looks like it's going to be pretty cool. They're going to have an outdoor beer garden, you know, with like twinkle lights above. And um, the whole brewery itself will have kind of like a warehouse feel. Um, in terms of design. So that's exciting. I, I don't think that will be open at least until November, but 
um, you know, yeah. we've got some good things uh, yeah. coming to look forward to. Lots, lots coming up. Very cool. Um, yeah. yeah. What's what's on your calendar? Events coming up? So, um, yes, we do have uh, quite a few food events in the Paradise Coast. Um, you know, right now, because we're in the shoulder season, um, a lot of the events are more are smaller and they're geared towards, um, you know, us, uh, the local crowd. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know there's a, um, a luncheon cooking class coming up at Barbatella. Um, it piqued my interest when I saw that because it's a ravioli class and I'm kind of like personally obsessed with ravioli. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, there's a lot of that going on, like a lot of cooking classes, a lot of like um, wine dinners, like people are bringing, you know, some of the wine reps coming through town or stopping by and then places are having either a wine dinner or like a dinner paired with like um, spirits. Actually, the Continental um, one of the cool um, things that they've introduced in the past few years during the summers um, is a, a series of craft cocktail dinners. Hmm. And so they usually, there's a few of them left on the calendar in the next, I guess, about a month, next month. And um, they'll pick, you know, a theme like, I don't know, punch or, you know, like whiskey drinks or... Um, champagne cocktails and then what they do is they put their mixologists on the task to come up with some great cocktails or serve the cocktails that are already there on the menu that are fabulous and then they serve them with little small plates of food so you have like um you know a a four course meal with cocktails and um that's a pretty cool thing we i published a piece for our website um at the beginning of the summer with all the dates so you could just look on goldshorelife.com and get that mm-hmm. information. Yep. Um, and then in terms of like new events, um, there's one coming up. Um, it's a little bit off. It's in November, November 18th. Um, it's a vegan festival. And I this one um, caught my attention because one, I've noticed just in, in talking, it seems like more and more people down here are looking for, um, you know, like that, like a fresh, healthy way to eat, not necessarily permanently. Like, I don't think there might be, there's, you know, a percentage of the population down here who are committed, dedicated vegans, but I I think it's it's more so right now people are curious to experiment with that, like not necessarily make it their permanent lifestyle, but they want to see what's what's out there and like, um, you know, what chefs are doing to make that type of cuisine just as good, um, you know, on a level with anything else. And so um, the vegan festival, it's going to be at Venue Naples. And the person who's responsible for putting it together is um, a Bonita resident, Michelle Stevens. And Michelle, she actually, her motive for doing this, other than, you know, to have like a fun community event, is that she started a nonprofit about um, a year and a half ago called the Mahan Asha Foundation. Hmm. And the backstory to that is that she was on vacation in India about like six, seven years ago. It was her first time there. And she was just struck by... um, you know, how small things that we take for granted, like a piece of chocolate is a true luxury for children. And that Mm -hmm. there are so many children there either in orphanages or, um, you know, who not, not as fortunate to even be in an orphanage. Um, and she wanted to do something to 
help that. And, you know, what's really interesting is the first person she contacted to try to get the ball rolling to start this nonprofit is our one of our very own chefs, Asif Syed of 21 Spices. And actually, speaking of events, Mm -hmm. um, Asif is having a viewing party uh, next week um, on September 20th for his appearance on the Food Network show Beat Bobby Flay. Very cool. Yeah, this is the third time he's on a Food Network show. And this time, you know, the competition is very stiff. Like (laughs) he's going up against a celebrity chef. Yes. So good luck to Chef uh, Asif and um, we're rooting for him. And if you want, you can go to his restaurant, 21 Spices, on the East Trail um, on the 20th at 5 p.m. And he's doing a, a four-course, I think it's a four-course dinner. It might be three-course. Hmm. There's a dinner and then there'll be like a viewing party for this show. But anyways, so Michelle, when she wanted to start her foundation, she reached out to him mm-hmm. um, because he's from Hyderabad in India. And she asked him, you know, um, for advice and, you know, tips on like what she could do to try to get her thing off the ground. And so the two of them have really been working together um, to try to, um, you know, bring this foundation to life and get um, it behind some local, um, you know, food events. Like she actually partnered with um, Asif um, a couple months ago and they had done a dinner and portions were donated to the foundation. And so this is the next next thing on the horizon for for her and um she's collaborating with brian roland hosting it at venue naples and they're bringing in a bunch of different chefs including asif and um um and rakid ido from kareem's lebanese kitchen um and they're getting about four or five other chefs at least um to do like tasting demos and um it's going to be a fun time. I think it's going to be really interesting. Yeah, yeah. Definitely yeah. something new, interesting, very fresh for the area. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. Absolutely. Um, yeah, excellent. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks for joining me. Um, My pleasure. Once Thanks again, for having me. Yeah, once again, this is our Hot Dish Podcast. As always, uh, go to GulfshoreLife.com for the Hot Dish blog, Tuesdays and Thursdays. We also have the Hot Dish newsletter that goes out the second and fourth Tuesdays of every month. So sign up for that on GulfshoreLife.com. And of course, look for Dorothea's byline and the rest of our food coverage in the magazine every month on your newsstand or better yet, go subscribe on GulfshoreLife.com. So thank you.